Let me close my door. <laughs> Did you fart? No, I gotta close my door. <laughs> oh, Steve. Oh, Bailey, how are we doing today, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. Got the nice weekend. Watched some fantastic hockey this week. How was your weekend, buddy? I heard you had a, a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, the bars just opened up in Pittsburgh, so like full capacity. You don't have to wear a mask. It's pretty nice. Um, I'm getting my second vaccine on Wednesday, so it's pretty awesome. It's nice to see some things go back to normal. Yeah, I mean, you got to play some golf too. I saw that. You're pulling. It sounds like uh, we're just becoming more and more like spitting chicklets, which I'm okay with. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I mean, I don't play very much, so I play like maybe once or twice a year. Um, I hit a 94, so it's like not, I guess, horrible for someone who never really plays, but I'm by no means good, so. No, I like the sound of it, man. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to bring it up right now because it just happened, and we're just going to get out of the way. Capitals <laughs> game just ended. Yeah. And did not go the way you wanted it to go. Yeah, I know, but it's I it's okay. Like I'm I'm obviously a big Caps fan, but they they just didn't have it in them. Like, the power play is what really ruined them this series. They the the Bruins penalty kill was fantastic. And um, you know, when you have only Ovechkin, I guess, putting the puck in the net and really leading by force, it's it's hard to take on a team like the Bruins who are so tough um defensively and they have Tuka Rask in net and Tuka's he's unbelievable in the playoffs every year. I mean, it, you're not going to win, you know, if if you can't put pucks past them, especially when you have like a rookie goalie and Samson all behind you. So it was tough. Yeah, game that game four was it's it felt like the end. Yeah, that game yeah. was really bad, and the power play in that game was awful. I think there were six power plays for the Capitals and not a single goal. Maybe seven. I think they scored on the. Oh, you I got think the they one. They scored on one. Right. Because it was Ovi shot. Off. Yeah. His stick broke on the shot, and it went off of a defenseman's stick into the net. Yep. Yep. I mean, a goal is a goal, but yeah, you know, one for seven is not ideal. So. No, especially. Yeah, that Bruins penalty kill was insane, especially that game. But very I good. mean, that's what happens when you don't change up the power play at all. I mean, this yeah. game five they did. I mean, you could see that they moved it around, and and it seemed like it was working better. But I mean, it's you know too little, too late. You're in game. Five. I think, I think you need to have two different power plays. Like I think one unit should run one thing, and one should run another because it makes it a little bit more difficult. I think for for teams to balance out who they have on the PK and all that. So yeah, I, both both the difficult. Capitals. Uh, myself. No, uh, <laughs> both power play lines, I believe. We're running the same scheme, right? Yeah, they run they run like an umbrella, like a one three one. So um, when they put pressure on them, it was a little bit difficult for Washington. They put pressure up top. Yeah, and that's where that power play is run from is is up top, and you know they obviously want to get to Carlson and move it over to Ovi, or you know have Backstrom get the puck and have him try to find Oshi quick. But it, it's hard, you know, teams running after you like that. It's it's very difficult. Oh yeah, I'm like it, it was rough to watch for a, from a Capitals fan standpoint, but I'm sure Bruins fans are pumped. I mean, it's crazy how many. Oh wow, fire me! I'm letting the phone go off. Um, I didn't hear it. <laughs> I heard it. Uh, I don't even remember what I was saying. But tough loss for the. For the Capitals. For the Caps, yeah. There's nothing you can do as a fan, though, other than support your team and just, you know, hope for next year. So it's not a big deal. Yeah. Uh, I'm so excited that I have the rest of the playoffs to watch. And right now, I guess, uh, let's go Leafs, you know. Really excited for them. Yeah, speaking of the Leafs, uh, what's that What's that score? It's 1-1 one -one right now, I believe. With In the, the series, yes. It is. Yeah. It is. And, and we might as well just jump into the Tavares injury because that was probably yeah. the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I remember seeing that and immediately oh. it was just I pit in my stomach, just like, oh my god, that's awful. Oh, dude, I was cringing. Like I was sitting next to Dunham and at Carter's place, and we were we were terrified. Um, when you see a guy who falls back like that when he was on his knees, and you just tell like he had like looked like he had no feeling in his legs, and I was just like, oh my gosh, if if 
if it's anything more than a concussion, I'd be so sad. But you know, I'm I'm really happy. I guess that's not the word. Very fortunate that it's it's not anything more than a concussion. So I'm really happy to hear that he's like doing well and he's safe and you know he's back home or whatever. So yeah, he is out of the hospital, uh, which is good. Yeah. And I forget which player it was, but he said that um that somebody was talking to him on the ice and that like really helped him. Like uh, he just heard his voice on the ice and it just you know calmed his. Calmed it was it was Corey Perry. Corey Perry is the one, and it, Perry's been known to be like kind of like a rat, like kind of a scumbag on the ice. But um, you know he you could tell he did not mean to do that. He tried to jump over and get out of the way, but these guys move so fast. Yeah, that's that's almost impossible to dodge. You What's know what crazy I mean? is that when like people slow it down and they just like get hypercritical of these guys, and they're like, "Look at that!" And it's like, okay, watch it in full speed and tell me it's the same thing because it's not. It's it's definitely not. And like I play hockey, and they're like, "There's no way he couldn't have moved out of the way." I'm like, "You're watching it like a frame a second. You need to fucking relax." Yeah, and and I play hockey, and and that even for like anyone at my speed, it would have been tough to do that. And these guys move twice as fast. I mean, these guys are they're they're unbelievably quick. I think people don't understand like these guys when they when they control the puck. If you ever notice, like they all have the puck for like maybe a second, they get rid of it. Yeah, you know, unless they have open ice, like it, it's it's a fast game, and it's I don't you know think, it, the way these guys move is insane. So I don't think anybody's really blaming Corey Perry. It definitely seemed like I mean, there's nothing that man could do. It was a terrible accident. I don't think anybody's really upset with him. They did do the fight, which seemed kind of unnecessary, but I can understand, like, they don't, they didn't see what happened, I'm sure. Like, most of the guys didn't see what happened. I think they did. You probably saw a replay, but I I think that was just to rally the team up more than anything else. I think to say, uh, you know, that was their captain who went down. And I think Perry understood that, too. You know, I, I think... They both I, I seem don't... pretty reluctant to fight in that. Yeah, I think they yeah, both no. were just like, "This kind of sucks," but I mean, we got to do it. It's part of the sport, exactly. And it, it wasn't like they were mad at him. I don't think you know it was unfortunate. But I think you know your team is shaken up. Obviously, seeing your captain go down the way he did, like it, that's scary. That's a scary moment. It could shake you off your game. And um, a guy like Felino, he he was a captain before, and I think he understands that, and he wanted to step up and into that role and, and, and take a guy, you know, take the guy into a fight and try to get his team going and rally the boys. So I, I think it was a very, you know, okay situation. It was handled well. And, you know, after the fight, the game wasn't chippy. You know what I mean? There was no, there yeah. were no like crazy hits or dirty hits or, you know, there was nothing like that. So I think it was handled very well. I mean, it was just another example of the game being policed properly by yeah. the, by the players. So, uh, if you can go ahead and go into Chell and Chill for me, I, uh, I in the Discord, I sent a picture of the Sun article, and I want you to see it so you know I'm not I'm telling the truth. No, <laughs> that's not what I meant. I, in the chat, in the chat channel, not in the. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's my bad. That's my bad. <laughs> like, He's gone. He left. Uh, good, good thing nothing bad happened there. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Captain Crunch. That is terrible. Oh. Like why? why i i think i get i get they're trying to get like a you know a good headline but that for something so scary for like his family and his team and 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 even for john himself like that you can't you can't put captain crunch as as the headline for a guy's injury i think that's just it's not right i you know that was a scary scary moment Uh, I, I mean, I think the picture wouldn't be as bad if it wasn't that caption. It wasn't that caption. I feel like I would have like picked the picture of you know his thumb, you know the thumb up, like you know. I don't know. Yeah. Anytime well, you see a player go off like in any sport, you see that thumbs up, and it's immediate. Like it's not like immediate relief, but it's at least like a little. Like, oh, oh, at least he's cognitive. Like, he understands what's going on, and he's just like, okay, I'll be good. Like, I don't know. Thumbs up just always seems to relieve the stress a little bit. Dude, the way <laughs> that guy fan. got hit in the head, that was a fucking blessing to see his fingers go yeah. up in the air. <laughs> You're like, oh, God, thank God he can move his arms. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, that was, oh, that was, I was, I'm sweating right now, but I think I'm sweating even more just thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I just see that he's out of the hospital. I hope he has a you know speedy recovery and he's back on the ice soon. Obviously, I don't think he's going to be back anytime soon. Maybe he'll be back yeah. if the Leafs go far. Um, but yeah, hopefully Austin Matthews and the boys can can take over. Yeah, I mean it's going to be difficult without your captain. And also, I mean the caliber of player John Tavares is. I mean he's an absolute. He's, yeah, he's he's like a franchise player in the NHL. So obviously it's going to be a hit to the lineup. But I think a team is pretty deep where certain guys can step up and hopefully take the role. And and you know maybe some young guys can step in and and uh, I don't know have an impact. So we'll, we'll we'll see. I'm really rooting for the Leafs. I I think that would be a really cool thing for them to rally behind it and. Uh, you know, make the best out of a shitty situation. Yeah. I mean, they destroyed in game two. They won 5-1. So, 1-1 one, one series. Hell yeah. They played the least amount of games. Uh, I don't know exactly why, but it's – and they only have two games compared to most teams have – well, Oilers, Jets. I think it's just the Canadian teams, huh, that are just behind. I'm assuming because of uh, the virus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was exactly it. Speaking of the other Canadian team, why don't we hop into the Oilers and the Jets? I don't know. Oh, yeah. I haven't been paying attention in this uh, to this matchup as much as the rest. Uh, I can say that Connor Hellebuck has been playing amazing. Dude, the Oilers Jets game actually just went to overtime. The Oilers went up like two nothing, and they're actually up four to one. And the Jets just came back in the third. So I'm going to tune into that game right now. The third, the overtime game is about to start soon yeah maybe some i dude i want the oilers to win mainly because my bracket is just looking absolutely pitiful i went biased the whole throughout the whole bracket <laughs> and then along with my biases i also went for um like team favorites and and player favorites and stuff like that so i'm i'm absolutely toast right now in my whole bracket sure. it is an absolute disaster but you know what it's whatever it's all luck anyways. You never know what's going to happen. So, Oh, yeah. I mean, should be interesting. I just think uh, it's very interesting, this series. Because I'm thinking about, like, the beginning of the season. And the Oilers and the Jets were not the teams I were thinking would be in the playoffs at this point. Really? I, I actually thought, like, maybe there's a chance the Oilers can step up their game. Because, I mean, dude, you have Connor McDavid and Dreisaitl. Like, those I mean, two guys are so special of a duo. And um, you just never know when something can finally click on the bottom end. Sometimes it's your bottom end guys. that Like, where if you just get the right scrappy guys on those third and fourth lines, like, things can start clicking. And then, you know, Darnell Nurse started figuring, you know, figuring it out. And he was, like, one of the top guys in the league this year, I think, in points for, for D-Man. And, um... Yeah, I thought – I I mean, they had a great season. And then the Jets were, like, one of the worst teams in the league after the deadline. One of the worst. And yeah. that's why I think it's so funny that they're up 2 nothing in this series. Now, I had the Oilers thinking, you know, Jets put, like, crap. This would be a wise move to pick the Oilers in the bracket. And then look what happens, 2 nothing. So, it's, it's, <laughs> it's definitely interesting, but – um, it's exciting either way. I, I think I think the I think the Oilers will pull this one off tonight, but God forbid my predictions really suck. So I mean in overtime, I mean you gotta put your money on the Oilers just because that, that first line for the Oilers is just so effective. Yeah. Like they're the best yeah. they're the best scorers in the league right there. If if, if McDavid and, and Dreisau can keep their legs, I mean they're so fast, like as yeah. long if, if those Jets D get tired, it's gonna probably go in the Oilers hands but we'll, we'll see we'll definitely see well podcast listeners you get a special treat of uh hearing us react to it live yeah well, so absolutely. we'll move on from them since uh we'll probably come back to them around uh, when you know overtime ends or if they go in the two overtimes yeah it works <laughs> all right well, let's talk about the most exciting matchup uh that is turning out to be kind of a blowout uh panthers lightning oh I am so upset. Me too. <laughs> I really wanted to see the Panthers do something. I think everyone did. And I picked them in my bracket because I just wanted to see them. I thought, like, maybe they would do well. But clearly, Kucherov, I think, has been ready to go for quite some time. And, um, yeah, it's – oh, yeah. He, he's, he's back down. Yeah. 
But dude, he he's had a presence in the series, to yeah. say the least. Dude. That I last mean... game, he had four points uh, before he got taken out. <laughs> oh, um, God, that he's slash gross. seemed pretty unnecessary, but I I I mean, there are a lot of slashes that are unnecessary. I think it was just unfortunate how like where he got hit. I suppose it didn't look like that hard of a slash. He shouldn't be slashing in the first place, but it didn't seem like he you know two handed the stick and like. You know, went for his knee. It seemed more like he just threw the stick out to hit him for no reason and then just happened to... Yeah, sometimes it just hits you in the wrong spot. And, um, you know, shin guards... Hockey gear isn't necessarily the most protective. It looks like it, but, you know, you're you're Oh, the knee is exposed. the most exposed, isn't it? Or at least the back of the knee? Uh, Like, more around, like, your shins. And, yes, the back of the knee is def... I mean, you have nothing there on the back of your legs. Or else yeah. you wouldn't be able to, like, move. So, um... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you gotta it's... you know be able to bend your at the knee. Yeah, so it's, it's tough go, but that team is still so deep. I wouldn't be surprised if they close it out in in five games. So see what happens. It's pretty interesting because Sergachev is also injured. I saw that one too, and and that was just I don't think it was a dirty hit by intent. It, it was just a bad spot. You know, you don't you're taught to not receive a hit five feet from the boards, but sometimes you just can't avoid it. You, you, yeah, you can't avoid it, and it, that's tough. It's definitely tough for that team, but still, again, like, that team is so good, and it's crazy saying that with Kucherov and Sergeyev down that I'm still confident that they might close this thing on five. <laughs> they heard that fucking deep. I mean, They're yeah, they were dude. doing it without him for a while. Uh, apparently, YouTube is just down. I was trying to look up the video, but... Oh, is it down? Oh. I don't know. I... It's not letting me do anything. I can Google stuff. I can go. I looked up the injury and I went to go to videos and I just, uh, I'm still, yeah, I don't know. Weird. Anyway. Oh, well. Overtime has started. Yes. I'm excited. And that first game of the Panthers and Lightning was insane to watch. That was my favorite game of the series. Dude, hold up. McDavid's on the wing right now. They're looking for that speed on the outside. They have him on the wing. He's playing they so want to win. Yeah, he, he got kicked out, whoever was sent. Oh, uh, maybe they're trying to get dry salad cheat. I don't know. Maybe that was it. He was playing wing on the fir- initially, and but I think whoever was playing center got kicked out. Yeah. yeah. No, it was it was dry saddle, but yeah. anyways. Um, that first game. The next series? Oh, the first game. The first game. I want to talk about it because we haven't gotten to talk about it. I mean, we don't want to. Anyway. I, we don't I, don't, I don't have to no. explain. We just haven't talked about any of the games. This is our first no. podcast of the playoffs, so I, I did want to go that, back and talk about that game. Dude, that first insane. game was it was unbelievable. I was fired up. I remember going to work and being like, like next day and being like, dude, that Panthers Lightning series is unbelievable. It might go seven games, and Panthers have gotten some tough, tough luck. Oh, absolutely. But, Dude, oh, it is so sad to see because I just want to see them at least make this a seven-game series. I think this has the potential to be one of those series you look back at a few years later and you're just like, oh, remember that first round? Like, even if it's a first-round series, you're like, damn, dude, that <laughs> it was crazy to watch. And um, there's a lot of talent both ways. I mean, Panthers just work so well as a whole unit. And then you have the lightning skill. Braden Point, Stamkos, Hebman, Sergachev, Cooch. Like, dude, the, that Lightning team, team is insane. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. It's, it's, <laughs> obviously, I'm a new fan. Uh, only, this is like my fourth year watching hockey. Definitely the best roster that I've seen. Dude, it's a, honestly, last year's team was one of the best, like, most skilled teams I think I've ever seen ever. I mean, it reminded me of, like, the, the 90s, like, Red Wings team, like, the late 90s, early 2000s, where they were just absolutely stacked, like, Iserman, Hall, um, Datsuk. Like, dude, they had, like, so many weapons. It was just insane. They had Lidstrom. Like, you could go on forever. They were so good that it fired off. Dude, they had Hall of Famers. They had, like, three or four Hall – at least three or four Hall of Famers, probably more. It, it was nuts. It was nuts to watch that team. And it's just so fun to cheer on the underdog, especially the Panthers for me. I like a lot of the Panthers players. Like Yeah. And they you know, they have the most underrated player in the league. Huberdo. Huberdo. 
Uh, I will contest that for as long as I can, that Huberto is the most underrated player in the league. He is. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know that pass early on? I forget what game it was. He came across the crease and then sent it back across for the goal. Do you remember that one? Yeah, I think it was either game one or game two. It was was nasty. I remember seeing it and just be like, Huberto, oh my God. I'm like, he didn't score it, but oh my God, that setup. Yeah, he's disgusting. Dude. I love he, he's Jonathan He's gross. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. Hope the game goes to seven. It has been fun to watch so far. Each game has been close except for this last one. It was five. Yeah, one, I think. Um, it was like six two or something. It was some it was not something very crazy, good. Yeah, but every <laughs> other game before that had been pretty darn close. Same thing with the Capitals Boston series. I think both both of those series. Yeah, the bounces just go a little bit differently. It's a two-two or two-three. Yeah, and it's just unfortunate the way it goes. You know, can't win them all, and it's it's how yeah. the game goes. The bounces are, are a huge part of the playoffs too. Some teams like they just have the bounces those years, and, and it's not to discredit I, the other teams. You know, like Boston no, played amazing, no. and they deserve to win because they did play amazing. And same thing with uh, well. Series is not over yet, but the Lightning also played amazing, and if they win, they they deserve it. Um, but if it exactly. went the other way, I feel like you know, if the Panthers are up three one, I would say the same thing. I'd say the Panthers deserve it. Like they both have just been, you know, both teams are playing great hockey, and it's fun to watch. Yeah, no, absolutely, I agree. Well, I don't have a good way to transition, so we're just gonna go for it uh i want to talk about the knights in the wild next another 3-1 series uh but this time it's in favor of the team that i want to win instead of the opposite way yeah no i mean i'm not gonna lie i had the wild winning just because you know we were talking for the playoffs and you were (laughs) you were worried you're like oh dude the wild have been dominating the knights all year the wild are the only team i was worried about going to playoffs like i know the avalanche are amazing but like I know that the Knights can beat them in seven. I, I, they match. I, they they match up well. It. I'm like, I'm, I'm 100% sure they have the ability to beat the Avalanche in seven games. The Wild, I was, I'm much more concerned about than any other team just because of the way that the regular season had gone. No, absolutely, bro. Absolutely. And even I was, uh, I was doubting the Knights, but they seem to really have come out and started playing really good hockey especially recently no dude absolutely i mean they've they've shut them they've shut them down um especially flurry i mean we just kind of talk about that he's been an absolute monster and when you have vintage dude when you have vintage flurry in there it's 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 honestly terrifying any goalie for that matter but like when it's him he makes those extra saves that are not just like great shutdown win type saves they're just absurd where he's like sliding across the crease like doing all this acrobatic shit it's just almost impossible sometimes it feels like to score on him um and he's a special goalie so wish yeah. him the best of luck <laughs> it's pretty great to see especially what happened last year uh, yeah I, I like just letting flurry play so last year was he's a, a fan paper leonard was on fire last year so i i completely understand and i i honestly agreed with the choice of playing him like he was on fire like you have to you have to play the guys on fire the guy that's on fire like that's just how yeah that's how it goes so i i yeah. don't think it, it was a bad decision last year but i mean flurry's on fire now so i mean at least it's consistent you know you're not not the goalie choice isn't consistent, but you're consistently choosing the guy who's playing well at the time. Yeah, exactly. And Flurry had his best year this year. Uh, it is a shortened season. Like he's had his best stats of his career this year, and it is a shortened season, so there is you know some leeway there. But still, very impressive play by Flurry recently. You know, in general, man's an absolute stud. Yeah, no, I mean he's. A future Hall of Famer, so it's he, yeah. he's got, he's got a strangle stranglehold on the series right now, uh, kind of by himself, not by himself, but he's been a major factor, definitely for the for oh, the Knights' success. Where the Golden Knights are very slow to start, it's very clear that 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 is true. Like at, like the first period is all flurry trying to keep the Golden Knights in the game, and and then like the second third period, that's when the Knights kind of pick it up, and it seems like they can score and get in the zone more. Um, 
So if Flurry doesn't play well in the first period, it could go so much worse. Like that game where we won five two, two goals went in, in the first period. If Flurry's not in, that could be five to zero. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, in most of these geez. games, that's how it is. Yeah, and goaltending. My dad always says goaltending is everything in the playoffs, and you know, and, and some of that's true. Obviously, not. I don't think it's completely, but you know, if you have a hot goaltender, you could be getting outplayed and still somehow <laughs> find yeah. a way to win and win in five or seven or whatever it is. You could you could steal a series just because your goalie's so hot. There's nothing you do. Yeah. There is some controversy to go along with uh, this series. I don't know if you've heard of it. No, I haven't been watching much of the Vegas series in the past couple games. So uh, it may just be um, uh, wild fans. I don't. I haven't really done much research on who's saying all this, but every time I go on Twitter and there's anything about the Golden Knights Wild game, any 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 mention of those two teams, the comments are filled with hate for the referees. <clears throat> And You'll get that though in every about, series. Yeah, there are comments about how the NHL is rigged and the NHL loves Vegas, so they're forcing you know the Knights to win. That's so garbage. <clears throat> it's stupid. Like it, it, I get you can be unhappy with calls. I I a hundred percent understand because that's how I feel every time the Golden Knights lose the playoffs recently. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're to live you're to live through the San Jose uh, bullshit when the. Uh, Couture hit his head on the ice, or was a Pavel- Pavelski hit his head on the ice? And I complained about that, but I didn't yeah. go on Twitter and I didn't go like, "Oh, the refs are terrible." The, yeah, they're rigging the series for San Jose. Yeah, I was no, just like, "Man, that all. sucked. That was a shitty call. It shouldn't have been a five-minute major. That sucks." And then you know, I got told the same thing that I'm gonna tell these people. You know, it sucks to suck. That was the call. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. it sucks to suck. And the two, the two goals that were taken away, which is kind of hilarious, that two goals were taken away from, I think, the same guy in two games in a row. Um, yeah, I know. It's, that's very rare to happen, too. Their coach's challenges. And I, the first goal, I'm not even going to argue with you. That is not a goal. It's offsides. Clear and visible that it's offsides. You can't complain to me about that one. Okay. The second one... All right, you can complain. I <laughs> that was a little bullshit. I'm gonna be real. As a Golden Knights fan, that was uh, that could have easily not been uh, goalie interference, and it was a little bit of yeah. it, it was a weak call. I'm gonna be real, but the game was four to zero. I'm not saying that the I mean a goal in the first period when it's not four to zero is a big deal, but I don't know. I'm doing math. You got one goal. Golden Knights got four. I'm just going to say Can you hear whatever. me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, good. I had to switch back to my phone because my computer's acting up again. So we're going to roll with this right now. <laughs> All right, no worries, buddy. Uh, yeah, I get complaining about the refs. Sucks. But, I mean, it's hockey, man. Bad calls happen yeah. all the time. And there's not much you can do about it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate, but... As a fan, there's not much you can – you can't do anything. And even as a coach, like coaches, what are you going to do? I mean, you could challenge a play, but there's a risk that comes with that. So, And that's the other thing is that, like, I can understand if, you know, coaches are, are challenging all, like, every fucking goal. But that's not how it is. And you lost on two. Sucks. Sorry. But I'm not sorry. Anyway, <laughs> that was I had to get that off my chest, you know, Stephen. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I'm sick of arguing with people on Twitter. Uh, we were talking about Mark Andre Fleury. Just uh, one more thing is that he he is now tied third most uh, for playoff shutouts. Yeah, oh, look at look look at his career. I mean, the guy's been on the Penguins during that whole dynasty and. It's not. I guess it's not as difficult for him to 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 achieve those stats, but still, it's 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 something really special. I mean, you have to be good, you know, in order to, in order to put yourself in that kind of position, you know, in the history of hockey. So, props to him. It's awesome. I mean, do you know who's in front of him? I feel like it has to be Patrick Waugh and Marty Brodeur, but yeah, um, that sounds about right. For yeah, I, 
that's just my guess. Those guys were part of dynasties as well. Yeah, they're nasty. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're set. So I got it. Um, yeah, I think that's all I had for the Golden Knights Wild. Uh, should be interesting to watch the next game tomorrow. Obviously, I don't. I I want this to end in five. The fourth game is always hardest to win. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's all I really have for that. We can move on. Yeah. I guess we move on to the Predators Hurricanes. That yeah, was, exactly was uh, a great game today. I watched the. I actually missed most of it, but I caught overtime and wow. One and I mean, it, it was. This series has been weird because, in my opinion, it's probably been the least exciting. It, it is, this is my opinion, probably along with like the Oilers. Jet series, and that's not to say anything wrong with it. It's just it's they haven't been as exciting as the other series, and I mean they, they the the games have like look slow. I don't know if you feel that way when you watch it, but they just look slow. I haven't gotten look, to see the her games predators. I haven't haven't watched one of the games yet. Some of the also games, like, the uh, the Jets have won, I believe. The Jets just won. Yeah, off the face. Oh off. my. Josh, rest in 27 Ehlers? I believe Ehlers scored it. Oh, yeah, right off the faceoff. Ehlers toe drag, snipes it, top corner, right over Mike Smith's glove. Shout out to John for calling that Ehlers would have a night. Think he had two goals tonight, so at least. Maybe I don't even. Had, yeah, I don't know. Mike Smith, I don't even think, has a shot. Like, that was just such a quick shot off the faceoff. Yeah. yeah, I wish I could have seen it. I, I had to switch to my phone. That's that's so unfortunate, but it is what it is, whatever. Now it's but. three zip jets. Yeah. Wow. Would have yeah. not guessed that. I would have definitely put my money on the Oilers. Yeah. Now no, you're going to have to reverse sweep it. If you, want, even, if you even want to continue, you got to reverse sweep. Which I think it's only happened unlikely. three times, Very three unlikely. or four times ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's very unlikely. So, well, speaking of sweeps, you got the Avalanche and the Blues. I was gonna say the Bruins, but the Blues. And I don't think anybody on this planet of Earth is surprised by this outcome. Um. Yeah. I mean, I figured that the Blues maybe put up a little better fight, but I, I think I had it in five games. Yeah, it was <laughs> like the Blues. The fourth spot for the West was a crab shoot of a bunch of teams that weren't playing well. Yeah. So, like, I think the fourth spot of the West was probably the weakest team to make playoffs. Maybe maybe the Canadians, you could argue. Yeah. But Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Blues and Canadians, I think, are the worst uh, to make it in. Not that they're bad teams, obviously. They made playoffs or... They're good teams, and the Blues have you know won Stanley Cup recently. But yeah, that's about what I expected. The Avalanche just absolutely ruined the Blues altogether. Yeah, no, it's. I think that this is definitely going to be a heavier win series just because of how deep, like throughout the whole lineup, the Avalanche are. I mean, they have goaltending, they have offense, they've got superstars, they have. They have depth on the D. I mean, dude, they're they're, they're so good, dude. They have they have Kale McCarr is just an absolute nutcase. Kale guys, like oh. I'm, I'm making this statement right now. Kale McCarr is my favorite player that is not a Golden Knight. That's so fair, and I I love that you're saying that. Actually, that's I mean, he's a great player. You know me, I love defense. Very, very special to watch, dude. It's it's it's. It's incredible how he skates. He skates like Jack Eichel, but as a defenseman, like his stride is just perfect, perfect, dude. I remember my first and anyone year, that plays hockey knows that. I remember playing NHL and getting him, you know, like uh, in the Ultimate Team, and I didn't know who he was. I don't mean this season. I mean like a couple years last ago. Year. Last no. year. Last year. Was his oh, first no, year last year? Well, he played in the playoffs like two years ago. And I had mentioned him, but, like, when I was talking about him, like, he wasn't the big hype. He was a big hype college sure. guy. He just came in the playoffs. So, like, it probably was last year, and you're like, dude, who is this guy? <laughs> yeah, he won the Calder in 2019-2020 season. So, yeah. I think at yeah. the beginning of the year, I got the Kel McCarr card, and I immediately fell in love with his card. 
that like that's what got me on the his radar or on the, his, hit him on my radar i suppose yeah it, he just was amazing defenseman on my ultimate team and i was like dude this guy's sick and then you like go check the real life stats and you're like oh my god he's amazing in real life too dude, <laughs> he's an absolute nut dude he's just He's so good at just controlling the game, if you know what I mean. Yeah. He can just – he skates up the ice with a puck, and he's a weapon because he's – potentially he'd go, like, coast to coast. It's it's unbelievable to watch him. It, it really is. It's it's special to watch a guy like that on defense. So, My favorite comparison to make, which is uh, – I think people disagree with me, and that's fine, is uh, Camel Car to Shea Theodore, which I understand. <clears throat> But, you know, their stats I mean, are very I... similar. <laughs> because, like, they were, like, one point off of each other in total. And, like, total points and goals. and assi- Like, they are very, very similar in their stats. I but think... Kale McCarr just has that, like, X factor. They're both able to control the play. But I think Shea Theodore is very good at controlling the play at a more conservative pace. Where he doesn't have to move as much with his skates, he's able to be more patient and just find those holes and those gaps. They play. Where, they play very differently. Yeah, and but Makar is like he can control the game from his own end, skating yeah. up the ice on a on a breakout. Like he's just so good. He just moves so well. Um, I think it's the skating, whereas like Shea Theodore's got that playmaking. Ability he's to very move good at the puck so well. I think Shea Theodore is very good at positioning. Like he knows where yeah. he needs to be on the ice to make a. He's smart. Make a play. He's very smart. He's very yes. good at you know getting the getting assists and getting the puck out, and he's a good defenseman. That's why I like no, Shea Theodore. No, hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree. Yeah, and they very different playing styles, similar stats. So I mean, similar outcome is what you're trying to say. Yeah. But Kale, Kale McCarr definitely has that X factor. He's he's more exciting to watch than uh, Shea Theodore for sure. Oh god, yeah, yeah. Dude, he's he's a nut. I love him. I can't even stress that enough. Guys, he's an absolute animal. I'm gonna get, need to get me a Kale McCarr jersey. At oh, maybe. And we only have one more series left, which is the Penguins Islanders. Which yeah, I've been saving for last. <laughs> I don't know how this is gonna turn out. I think it's it's. I know how you want it to. I know how you want it to end. (laughs) Um, yeah, but I don't really care as much. I mean, I just don't want to see the Pens win a cup. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I, I do think that that they, I, I would give my upper hand to the Penguins if Crosby and Malkin can get their games like continue to go. Uh, Dude, and I, I know that that Crosby hasn't been putting up as much points, but. Dude, did you see that play the other day where he dove and blocked that shot with a stick? Dude, that was nuts. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, so he's still a weapon no matter what. He's, he's literally the best all-around player probably to ever play the game. Oh, so absolutely. He's he's I I I'm not worried about him. Like from a Penguins fan perspective, I would not be worried about him continuing to play well. You know, he could come out tomorrow, I think they play tomorrow, and put up four points, and I would not even be shocked remotely. Like, not at all. Malkin, on the other hand, he's, like, he's either great or he, I don't want to say he has bad nights where he's, like, not good, but he does, like, stupid shit where he takes a penalty or he turns over the puck or he's just not all there and. You know that that guy though he's another he's just another example of a guy that like if he were to score four points tomorrow, I'm not shocked. He's that good. He's a great fucking hockey player, and you know, it, it, I think those two just need to pick each other up. Yeah. To put this in perspective, um, the reason why we brought these two players up specifically is because Sidney Crosby hasn't scored a point in the in three games, and that's why you know Steve. Uh, brought up that you know he makes he makes a presence without getting points a lot as well um he's a great all-around player you do need him to get points for this team to win i think and then uh malkin didn't get a shot on goal this last uh these this last game so those two just seem to not be doing enough on offense 
for the Penguins to to be winning the series, and I think that's where the problem yeah, but may you, lie. But I mean, you, I haven't been watching the series that closely, so I mean, that's just kind of what I've gathered I, from research. I'll disagree from the Crosby perspective. Um, I haven't watched it like in depth, but from the games I have watched, Crosby still creating offense. You know, can't the get bounces it in the may net. not go his way, but dude, he's yeah. he's always up in the play. He's carrying the play like he he is the center of attraction on the ice. The guy is so good at just picking the puck up, taking the zone, and or like digging the puck out of corners and just creating nothing and turning into something. You know what I mean? He's yeah. just one of those guys that is so special to watch. He's he's unbelievable. Oh yeah, and that's coming that. from a Caps fan. So it's. <laughs> He's he sends a, as my dad always says he sends a chill down my spine every time he touches the puck against my team so <laughs> he's a nightmare and uh, honestly I think the the saving grace for for the Islanders will be their goaltending because they have Varlamov and what's what's his name Sorokin Sorokin it's those the, the dude they're both so good Sorokin well, is a rookie I'd like to also mention yeah and the, but they're both having such great great years and um. Yeah, it, it, I think the coaching there, Barry Trotz, who has clearly shown that he can find a way to win, even if he doesn't have the full talent, you know, up and down the lineup. And, you know, they got that line with Sezikis, Martin, and Clutterbuck. They're, they're a tough team to play, dude. They're defensive. They're boring. They're, they're, they're called the boring style of hockey, which back in the early 2000s was the New Jersey Devils' bread and butter. They would trap teams and make life miserable. And that is why the Islanders are so hard to beat. And that's probably why the series is going to go seven games. Whether Pittsburgh wins or not, they're going to be they're going to be miserable. It's going to be painful. And it's going to be – it's going to make it harder for them in the second round if they get through because they're going to be beaten up. And then they often face the big bad Bruins who just absolutely smoke the cap. So. Yeah. Uh, what was the other goalie's name, by the way? Varlamov. Varlamov, that's right. Like a 9.30 save percentage or something this year. He's absolutely not. Yeah, they seem to be switching off their goalies in the playoffs. I don't know if they're going to keep uh, Sorokin in because he's been playing well. But he has two games played, and uh, Varlamov has two games played. So I don't know what they're going to be going doing for goalie. Uh, it should be interesting to see who starts next, uh, tomorrow. No one, no one buried shots. He's probably going to go with the hot hands. So Sorokin is playing well. He's yeah. probably going to go with him. That's fair. He's probably gonna go with him, and if if but if he has like one bad period, do not be shocked. Like if he lets in three goals in the next game, the first, do not be shocked if Barlamov just pops right back in like on the spot because he is in my eyes the number one goalie on that team. He he's the guy. So yeah, I can see that for sure. I mean they've been good tandem at least. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, those are all the games. We kind of went over them all. Uh, I want to go into more individuals now. We can t go ahead and take a look at the points leaders. And the guy that's leading it all, it's a tie, actually, between the injured Kucherov and Nathan McKinnon. Yeah. And, I mean, I think Kucherov was a bigger shock because he came off that injury. I guess put that in quotes because a lot of people are obviously speculating whether he was actually injured. But, you know, he, regardless, even if he was injured up until the end of the year, that guy is so good. He put up like 130 points a couple of years ago. It's, it's not shocking at all that that guy puts up nine points uh, thus far in the playoffs. So um, he's a beast. And we all know Nathan McKinnon. He's just a, an absolute mule. He's big. He's strong. He's fast. He's skilled. He, he's literally got the whole package. Um, yeah, Nathan McKinnon definitely one of the best players in the league. Yeah, no, I think he's a name that's kind of. I'd say he's kind of forgotten, like not not underrated. I don't think he's underrated. But like when no. people talk about their like the best players in the league, I don't I don't feel like I hear McKinnon very often, even though he uh, he should be. I'll disagree with you there because I mean maybe it's because I'm. You definitely have I'm, more hockey friends than I do. Yeah, I, I don't think he goes unspoken at all. Okay. Um, so. I'll disagree with you there, but yeah, I I, I just think I mean, this that's year he fair. wasn't. Well, this year he wasn't as hot as like re like you know last year, the year before, you know. But sure. he's I mean before the season there was talks that he'd be 
in running for the heart. I had him being like a runner up, so Okay. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I think McKinnon's a beast and he's rightfully respected for it. And then obviously we have Jonathan Huberdo at eight points. Not shocked. I mean shocked maybe that he's third for points in the playoffs, but not shocked that he's doing this well, if you know what I mean. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean he's he's a real threat. He's an yeah. absolute monster. Yeah, no, he's a weapon, absolutely. And then you have Alex Kalorn. Um, that is shocking. <laughs> yeah, dude, I saw that and I was like, oh god, let me put in his first name because I might forget. Alex. <laughs> yeah, I put it in already. <laughs> but yeah, I saw that and I was like, oh okay, here you go, buddy's getting at it. <laughs> yeah, no, With he, seven I mean, points. I don't know much he's about. He's on him. that team, uh, you know, with Tampa. It's, if you're surrounded by good players, a lot of times those guys who you know who are more gritty and go to the net, they're going to be successful. I mean, you know, I've seen that happen a lot over the years where you know you don't necessarily have to be the most skilled guy on the ice. You know, you just do the right things. You go to the net, finish your checks, good things happen. And you know, guys like Tom Wilson are a good example of that, where he he plays hard and he he's playing with Backstrom, Ovi, Kuznetsov doesn't matter, Oshi. And he gets rewarded for it because he's he's playing well. He definitely I mean? has a he definitely has a better pace than his regular season. His regular season is nothing to slouch at. Fifteen goals, eighteen assists for thirty three points in fifty six games. That's that's solid. Well, the fifteen goals, yeah. I mean, especially that the goals are hard to come by. And this is in a shortened um, season as well. Yeah, it's, I mean, fifteen goals. If you've scored twenty goals in the season, you're considered a great goal scorer. Yeah. Like in a natural normal season. So he was on pace for like what almost maybe 25 30 goals yeah something like that around there he's, yeah, he's a good player for sure and he's showing up more in the playoffs that's dude, 25 30 goals for alex cologne if you told me that i said like oh maybe like 20 or so but in the full season to be on pace for 25 or 30 dude that's that's that's, that's something you know pretty impressive for a guy of his like you know resume and everything so also important to note that it is important to, just double using important whatever it is Jeez, key. Bailey. It is key. You know, it is key that you're that these guys do step up in the playoffs. Bailey it is imperative. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of another word. Yeah, get your thesaurus out, buddy. Yeah, I need to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. it's important. No. I'm going back to it. It's a classic. It's important that these uh that these players step up, especially with the injuries that are going on. And that's an, the lightning are just have so many good players. It's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. Like, it's not every team is probably thinking like a bit of a golf against them. Like this just isn't fair, dude. <laughs> it's insane. How many good players that the lightning have. Dude, they drafted. Well, they followed the league rules. I know people are pissed off about them fucking, you know, being, over the cap or whatever, but they did it technically within the league rules, and that's that's called just being a good GM. And let's not forget, they spent the whole year without arguably their best player. So you can't you can't rip on them for for building the team in a way that they knew that they could be successful. You know, they got up to the cap without Kucherov, and then knew if you know they got in the playoffs, you know they'd be set and ready to go, and he'd probably be ready to you know come back and help them out. So and, that's where the conspiracy comes that he wasn't that he wasn't injured. People are saying yes, but I that's see. great management. That's 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 smart. <laughs> it's a rule. Back if other to teams are in the same circumstance, they would probably do the same thing. So, back to Alex. Last uh, last year in the playoffs, he got five goals and ten points in twenty five games. So he is on pace to blow that out of the water. Shout out to that, yeah. I mean, obviously, it's just the first couple games. We gotta, you know, see if he keeps pace, but definitely a solid start from from uh, Killorn, however you want to say it. I like Kill Killorn. It just sounds more aggressive. Killorn. I like I like Killorn just because it's how Alex it, Killorn. Uh, you can, you you can say whatever you want. I'll go Killorn. Uh, <laughs> and you got Victor Hedman, also seven points. Great defenseman, able to get points. That's what you love from a defenseman, I'm sure. Someone who can just. Keep the goalie, you know, help the goalie out, and then uh, make the other goalie suffer. Yeah, no, absolutely. There's not much to say about him. Like he's he's an established defenseman. 
this is not a surprise at all. <clears throat> yeah. No, and the other guys on the list, I mean, and you have Hedman and Rand, and that's not much of a shock. But I think we can move on to goals. I mean, it is interesting um, to note that all of his points are assists. Who, Hedman? Yeah. Just, that doesn't it's shock not, I mean, yeah, it's not anything insane, but it's just funny. Seven assists yeah. for him. And then Rand, uh, Miko Ranton in with seven, uh, seven points as well. You got anything about him before we move on to goals? Miko Ranton, well, he's playing on line with McKinnon. He's obviously a beast, so. Yeah. Does not shock me in the slightest. All right, let's move on to goals. Uh, man, the myth, the legend, Nathan McKinnon with six. Yeah, well, six goals, and they haven't even played six games yet. Yeah, they uh, played, they played four, four games. games. Jesus, dude. He's uh, what? He's at two points per game right now. A little bit higher than that, but you know, I'm not more than two points per game, and he's got more than a goal a game, dude. That's just bananas to me. I mean, it's such a hard league to score in, and I think people like you know, years ago it was it was easier. Like, I mean, we're backtracking here, but you know, even 20 years ago, like it was way easier to put the puck in the net, and it just shows how good he is. It's it's incredible, he's so good. He's so good. And then there's a drop-off, but, like, well, I think it's funny. Goals or, or what are you talking about in drop? Wait. Well, no. Yeah, no, like, on the goals list, like, then you have Kucherov, Kalorn, and Point. Dude, and then all, Ajo, all, Carter, Marshan, Stahl. They all have three. Yeah. Like, he yeah, has but double. Like, three of them are, are on Tampa. <laughs> that's also true. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, that's that's crazy to think about, so... It's um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. I think, I think the goals that you know, there's not much to talk about it, just because, you know, nothing really that interesting has happened. Other than the fact that three of them are Tampa guys, and and one is a uh, you know, and then McKinnon's obviously just shitting on everyone. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's 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 cool to watch. I'm, I'm so excited. This the playoffs are just, it's the best professional sports playoffs in the world. Obviously, the biggest event is the Super Bowl. I think that's like, I think people will argue and say like that's the best championship. My argument uh, always is the same. It's always on the same day every year, and everyone always wants to throw a party and watch it. Even if you're not a football fan, people will still you will go watch for the, it. like for the party. And that's yes. what's hard about any of these other sports that have these seven game series. You don't know which one's gonna be the last one. And you can't yeah. really plan a big event. To like, exactly. To like, you can't do a watch party with a bunch of people unless you're. Yeah. You get lucky. And they're going to be in the weekdays too. Whereas like the Super Bowl, it's like a few years. I bet you the day after the Super Bowl, it'll probably be a national holiday. It's got to be coming soon, where they just make it a national holiday in the U.S. Because they're like, all right, we get it. Everybody's hungover. Just yeah, exactly. Like everyone's drinking, they're boozing up, they're having a great time. And they're all watching football. It's 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 amazing that it's not a national holiday yet. The the day after, uh, you know, Super Bowl Sunday, everyone is fired up. So yeah, uh, but the NHL playoffs are definitely so as much a whole. fun to watch as a whole. As a whole, yes. I I like the seven the seven game format is definitely feels more uh Fair. accurate in deciding yeah. who's the better team. Because you can I get agree. lucky once. Yes. So no, I, agree. I like this. I get why you can't do it in football, though. It's too many injuries. <laughs> You'd be dead, bro. If you had to play a se- like you play, you could play sixteen games in a single season, and if you had to go to playoffs and play a minimum of sixteen games, and that's going undefeated the whole way, you've played a whole nother season. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. So, like, about. Oh, and it's so much. Uh, the play, NFL playoffs are just so much easier to watch. Yeah, it, not, it's more predictable too in the in the NFL than it is in the NHL, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, upsets are, I think, uh, less. What's the word? Less common. Yeah. Yeah, no, and, and even that kind of contradicts what we just said about the seven game series being the best at deciding who is the best, but 
Yeah, but still, like a lot of it has to do with health and luckiness and 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 skill. It's just weird. It's part chemistry, of the reason why. That... It's part of the sport, and it it makes it just so much more exciting having a seven game series because just the the possibility of like a comeback in a series is just so cool. It's the Cinderella it's a... story aspect that uh, really comes into effect when you're watching yeah. hockey. You yeah. can find a lot of Cinderella stories in hockey for some reason. I don't it's see it as much ball. in football. Yeah, no, it's awesome, and that's why I love the sport so much. It's just, it's it's so exciting to watch. It, 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 there's game, there's series where they're they're five game series, and you're just like, wow, that was still every game was just a blast to watch. Yeah, and that's what's so special about the sport. So, um, uh, anyways, we're getting sidetracked here. <laughs> it's fun to get sidetracked. We have assists. Uh, I don't want to go through it too much. I mean, you got Hedman, Kucherov, Ranton, Huberto, and Landis Cog. Landis Cog is a new name for us on our list, I believe. Except earlier, I believe he moved up in uh, points. Oh, no. That was Ranton. Never mind. But, yeah. Landis Cog is here with six uh, six assists, so shout out to him. And then uh, two other shout outs to Flurry and Soros for both having an assist in these playoffs. Way to go, boys. Love go. goalies with assists. Ah. Snaps off the boys. Yeah, snaps off the boys. <laughs> um, yeah, there's not really much to say there. I think we can move on to save percentage. Yeah. Points really uh, cover that area pretty good. But, yeah, save percentage. Yeah. Hellebuck, like we said, playing like a monster. <laughs> I That that save percentage probably changed tonight. Yeah, it did. Four goals. But still, first th- two games, he's 986. I mean, I guess not that impressive, but he's come off to a hot start, and he obviously he's gotten – team will win tonight yeah, so i want to update it right now because that means flurry will be on top <laughs> yeah flurry 966 well, it shows the way the guys been playing he's nutcase so good for good for uh mark andre i mean who this is kind of off topic but not really because it's who do you think is winning the vesna this year because i think Flurry's in the running he might be i think Vasilevsky is going to be up there no matter what. He always is. He's just a stud always. He can't fucking score on him. Yeah. He just is too good. <laughs> nah, but getting the Jennings is, is definitely huge, and that's going to probably have an impact. And the fact that he went through what he did towards the end of last season. Yeah, a drama. Yeah, he's probably come up. I think sleepers are like Blue Bauer. Varlamov, but again, like yeah. sleepers, it's hard. A lot of times, these sports writers, when they vote, they they base it off of their history, and they sometimes I think these guys just look at the name, yeah. and, and they just vote. You know, I don't think they really, or they Unless just look something at stats. Incredible happens, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they look at stats, but they don't also look at the team in front of them. You know, what I mean, it's it's difficult to, yeah, to, to kind of see the value in that trophy obviously the value is insane you're voted to be the best goalie in the world so (laughs) regardless it's yeah you have to be playing well it's it's well deserved so but yeah and then you have grubauer i mean i haven't been really watching that hellebuck surprised i'm surprised by the mike smith being number three yeah no that that is shocking 946 and these are probably like we said have changed since this last game a lot of goals are scored, but I yeah, mean, those we'll two are in the, these two are in the top five, and yeah. I haven't been watching this series. Yeah, and then you have Grubauer too, and he's 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 playing, he's playing well, but he's also got that team in front of him, which is just nuts. I think we'll see his numbers go down as the playoffs continue. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong because he's next cap, and that that would be a Cinderella story in its own to back up a team. And then and then take over another one in a trade and then you know and 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 show your worth. I think that'd be really really cool for for Grubauer. He had a great regular um, season too. Like, he's dude, just yeah, been all around saying, a like, great goalie. Yeah, and he's not like very big. I don't think like he plays small, which makes it like so interesting to see how how he's playing so well. Because usually you want your goalies tall and lanky and. And, and and agile and he's clearly agile but he's got that size it's he's not he's not Vasilevsky or you know like Pecorine he's like not like one of those guys which is you know interesting to see um 
And then we have your boy Soro- Sorokin. I hate Sorokin. his name. Sorokin. Fuck yeah, this How does it feel to not know how to pronounce a name? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm taking it out of your playbook right here. Yeah, it's usually <laughs> usually mine, but here we are. I, yeah. I have it. Sorokin is how you say it. So I guess, I guess, I mean, it'd be smart just to stick with him in the, for the rest of the series. He's top five stats. in save percentage. He's yeah, kind of killing Yeah, might as well. And then lastly, we have shutouts. Dude, so I was looking at this guy. I, I don't know exactly the story, but this Alex Nedlajokovic, I don't know how to say that. I was hoping Whatever. you would because I – oh. Fuck no, this guy, he's not from, he's, he's, this isn't English. But, dude, I heard that, like, I was reading, like, something earlier today where he's, like, he's had, like, this crazy story. He he had an unbelievable year in the AHL. I think it was either this year or last year. But he comes in, and he's just lights out for Carolina. Like, again, I know this series has been, quote, unquote, boring. But it is, it's, 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 it's it's impressive to see a guy like this who's, I guess you could say, like a underdog, coming in and playing the way he is. You know, um, like I know Nashville Nashville tied it up, but still, he's taken he's taken on a big role by just kind of stepping in like this. So the Hurricanes almost won the Presidents Trophy. Yeah, like it's <laughs> not like people talk about the Presidents Trophy and they just bring up the Golden Knights in Colorado usually. But he is yeah, but they were close. They were very close. And in the regular season, he had a .932 save percentage, 1.9 goals against average, three shutouts in 23 games. He had a 15 and five record. Like he he had a great regular season. He's coming in yeah. playoffs a little worse than the regular season stats, but I mean it's early on, and they're just Dude. they're very slightly like 2.13 instead of 1.9. 9.2 or 0.928 versus a 0.932. Dude, that's still like those are insane stats. Yeah, those are like, still very good. Playing like a stud, and he has a shutout. Yeah, so I, that, I think that's a really cool. He's thing from to Ohio. See, see a guy just coming. Oh, how the fuck did he end up with that name? <laughs> know, he's, he's from his birthplace is Parma, Ohio, USA. And that's his that's, last name. I would have never guessed that in a million years. If you would have been like, hey, you, you get 10 guesses to guess what country this man's from. USA would like not that. even come close to a guess. It would have been my last guess. Yeah. I, I would have guessed Antarctica before the U.S. Like, <laughs> he was born with the penguins down south. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a he's a USA boy. You know what? That's a that's a USA man. We we need him to play amazing. Uh, yeah, we need him. We need him on the Olympic squad. Hopefully in a few years. So. The more USA players there are that play well, the happier I am as an American. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, we've talked about Flurry enough. Everyone knows monster. We can talk. Cam Talbot out. deserves some recognition. Yeah, I think. no, absolutely. He's been playing very well. That first game um, was amazing by him. 42 saves, shut out. That first game was just amazing in general. Like, yeah, it wasn't no, a lot of offense. It was 0-0 the whole game. Two dudes, two goalies pitch a shutout in regulation, and it just sucks that one of them had to, you know, not get it, and it just happened to be flurry. Yeah, and then you have Connor Hellebuck, too, and he's – can't say I'm really like surprised. I mean, he's he's been on the map for a few years. He's probably one of those other guys who's up for Vesna, um, or at least you know close to it. You know, maybe get nominated or something. In so, the conversation, yeah, sure. definitely in the conversation. So it's it's uh, yeah, they, uh, honestly, these these playoffs are unfolding very well. Um, well, not for me as a fan, but yeah. it's it, you know it's exciting. The games have been great. I mean. We talked about earlier uh, this week that the first like few games were all in overtime. That's uh, <laughs> just yeah. unbelievable. First day, first like what four games were went went first to OT. three. Yeah, first like three out of four games were in OT. It's like in the in the last one should have gone in OT. Yeah, they scored and in the was, last minute or whatever. Or yeah, last two minutes. And, they, and the Florida had that one goal call back for pushing the pad, which I thought was absolute bogus. But whatever, we won't yeah. worry about that. Another, <laughs> yeah. 
Sucks to suck. Refs made a choice. You gotta live with it. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, no, it's it's gonna be very interesting to see. Obviously, I wish you the best of luck with your Vegas team because I know you want them to you want them to win. Obviously, so but you never know. Can't 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 just uh, hold on and think that that Vegas is just gonna win tomorrow with with ease. So um, yeah, I could, I never think that. Is. <laughs> We went we went up three one against San Jose, and uh, we ended up losing that series. So and then you're up three zero in Game Seven. <laughs> oh, I, I'm sorry. Every, every time I th- not talk about it, <laughs> it's it's my twenty eight to three. <laughs> it's your. T- <laughs> I mean, it's not oh. as big because it was it didn't it technically lost us the Stanley Cup because we didn't get to go. Like you know what I mean? Like if you lose in the first yeah. round, you technically lost the Stanley Cup. You know. But, yeah, but if that happened in the in the cup final game, game seven, seven oh my god i would cry Billy, you would have cried for you still be crying about it now yeah i probably would be you probably cry about it until your team won a cup probably i think yeah i think every time like because right now i like you know while they're complaining about the refs i could easily just be like well we got fucked over so yeah but i don't <laughs> anyway it happens sucks suck buddy Sucks to suck. That's just it's just a good thing to live by. <laughs> it's a moral story for the Some, playoffs. Sucks to suck. Sucks to suck. All right, Steven. Seems like a good time to end the podcast. We'll be going for about an hour. We got through yeah. we got through, you know, playoffs, we got to look at some stats. I think it was a pretty good podcast today. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Uh hopefully we'll be popping out episodes more frequently. We're sorry that's it's been Mainly a busy on, life we, recently. Yeah, we went to nationals, and then we, I came back, had finals, and I graduated, and I went on absolutely month bender uh, for not being able to drink the whole year because I was basically quarantined and cooped up in my apartment. So had to have a little bit of fun my last year of college. So <laughs> Yeah, I don't blame you, man. We're, but we're back at it. Episode 3 is here. Episode 4 is coming next, so follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff, rate the podcast, and come back. We want you guys back. Yes, sir. Take care, everyone, and uh, hope to see you next week. Stay happy and healthy.